an awesome time in your presence. Father, your word makes us understand in the book of Psalm 84 that it's better to spend a day in the house of the Lord than to spend a thousand elsewhere. And he says that strength comes to them that wait upon you. Even as we come and sit under your feet, may you speak to us. May you wash us by your word. May you give us a word that would cause whatever situation that we find ourselves to change in the mighty name of Jesus. And most importantly, cause us to draw closer and closer and closer to you because of the words that we hear today. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Please take your seat. Hallelujah. Yes, God bless you for coming. Our time, I know, is almost 8. It's 8.10, so I should do it in the next 20, 30 minutes, and I'll be done. Amen. But I'll bring you greetings from my father, Reverend Chris. You know, on Sunday, he's doing uh, ordination service, ordination and consecration service in Johannesburg for the church, the pastors and the ministers that are being ordained in Johannesburg. So, he will be there, but we are also here. And, and so you pray for him. You know, it's a very important service that already happened on Sunday. And uh, Reverend Gloria is there with him. Amen. Are you not excited? Yes. So for some weeks now, I've been teaching on, I've been taking Reverend's notes that talks about chosen to become fishers of men, chosen and called into discipleship and I've been taking the points and I've been discussing or talking about it for about three weeks now and about three weeks ago I spoke about what I called there is a pressing need and uh, I said that when the mission is compelling enough when the stakes are high enough when the time is short enough, agency is the only appropriate response. And I think that today the doctor is among us. You see, when the case comes and it's very urgent, it's not now that old dog. It's not, it's, you have to work on it. Unless maybe you're not a proper doctor that you say, that, oh, you know what? Let me go and eat. When I finish eating, then I'll come. Or even when you are ahead, I was talking to Dr. Fekker the other time. He said that he has something in his pocket or something that when they press, he, he hears a ring or something. Or uh, something like that. So it's like he hears it, then he has to, whatever he's doing, even though he might be on his break, he has to stop and go and attend to the situation. And he said, hey, so for the job, there are levels, you know. That's not during the pandemic. They said we have, uh, what word did they use? Is, is that the word they said? Essential work. Oh, no, they don't use essential. No, no, not like is it? Essential. Yeah, something like that. It was very, very insulting for some of us, but. <laughs> yeah, they said the, those that are doing essential, they can go to work and uh, a key, key or something like that, yes. Yes, but it's, it's, it's all right. <laughs> so everybody stay home, but the, the essential workers or whatever they call it should go to work. Amen. And last, I think last two weeks, I talked about cast your nets again and again. No, I think last two weeks, I talked about choosing to build. 
then I said, I build him in the common denominator of all the people that have been with God. Anyone that have been with God in any capacity is a builder. Look through the Bible. Everyone that worked with God on any level built something. You know, Noah worked with God, built an ark. You know, Moses worked with God, led a nation. Abraham walked with God. The Bible said he had riches in silver and gold and sheep and this. You know, anyone that works with God builds something. So if you are working with God in any capacity, you should build. It's not just a building. Of course, you should have a building, but you should be able to build something. Some of us, maybe it's an army. You know, maybe it's a, it's a team of people that you built that are sold out for Christ. Or better still, there are three or four or five people that you built up that, you know, that it's because of you. God used you as a vessel to raise these people in the faith. Build something. You cannot work with God and not build anything. If you, you go to the Bible and check all the people, everybody that worked with God built something. You know, so actually, but what are you building? What, what are you building? What are you building? Yes. And last week, I talked about cast your nets again and again. And I said that idleness is not accepted anywhere, including God. Idleness or laziness. Nobody accepts, even you. You know, even the idle people do not like idle people. Yes, idle people don't like idle people. Unless maybe, you know, yours is to the stream. But idle people don't like idle people. So you cannot afford to be idle. Amen. But today I have a short message I've called, called to be with him. Called to be with him. Mark chapter 3 verse 14. Mark, today I'm reading quite a lot of scripture so I'm going to move. Mark chapter 3 verse 14. Do you have it? Uh, I can see it so. So the Bible says, then he appointed 12 that they might be with him and that he might send them out to preach. These are the disciples, the 12 apostles. The Bible says that Jesus called them. The first reason for calling them is that they might be with him. You get it? Jesus did not call them and say, oh, come, let me send you out. It wasn't like that. He called them. The principal thing for all of us is to be with God. The principal thing for all of us is not to be say that I belong to a church. Of course, it's good that we belong to a church, that's why we are here. But the principal thing is for us to be with him. You get it? Yes, because he's the most important person around. The most, no, no, it's, not, it's not a pastor, it's not a bishop, it's not a pope, no. The most important personality is God. Hallelujah. First Chronicles chapter 28, 9 and 10. This is the advice that David gave to Solomon. He said, as for you, my son Solomon, know the God of your father and serve him with a loyal heart and, and with a willing mind. For the Lord searches all hearts and understands all the intent and thoughts. Intent of the thought. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will cast you off forever. Can you go back to the verse 9? He says, 
As for you, my son Solomon. No. Know the God of your father. He said, know. You see, there's a difference between know the God of your father and know about the God of your father. You understand? Know about is more of a second person. It's like, maybe Bidmi knows about the person. And Bidmi is the one telling you. That's know about. It's like a history lesson that maybe you're not then your history teacher or history lecture or whatever is telling you. It's descriptive. You don't have first person experience. You get it? But David was telling Solomon that know him for yourself. You get it? Yes. So today that's what I'm talking about that you must, if there's anything that you are going to boast about, Jeremiah chapter 9, 23 and 24. Today I'm reading quite a lot of scriptures. eh? Jeremiah chapter, yes. That says the Lord, let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. Let not the mighty man glory in his might. Nor let the rich man glory in his riches. But let him who glories, glory in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord exercising loving kindness, judgment, righteousness in the earth. For in this I delight, says the Lord. So the, the Bible is making us understand that if there is anything that you should be happy that you have is that you know God. You get it? The way some of us, you know some people when they say that even they know a celebrity, the person also becomes a celebrity. Having to realize, even sometimes they, recently, those of us that like football, uh, if you him, uh, his son who is, before himself is about 21 or 22. His son is about, I think he's about one or two. He opened uh, an Instagram account for his son. And in one day, the Instagram account had, had about two million followers or one million, one of them. Just a, a, a child that is two years, you know, opened an Instagram account. Now, I don't know why parents open for their children who can't even post, but in the way. And the child had to, I'm just trying to let you know that sometimes there's benefits of some level of proximity, you know. Yeah, you know, this part of the world really doesn't work that much. But you see, if you know certain people, it it works magic. I think even here, it, it works to some extent. Yeah, it works to some extent. Because some people get jobs here based on recommendation, right? Yeah. Yes. So, the, so God is saying that what you should be glorying or you should be, you should be delightful that you have is that you know me. You know me. You know me personally. It's not that you know me because my pastor, you know the people that said that, oh, I cast you out in the name of Jesus. That, no, 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 no. You know me. You get it. So that should be all of us, our, our heart cry. Because you see, there can always be the tendency that you will be around but you are not close. You, you see? Yeah, you can be around but you're not close because if you're close, there are certain things that you hear. But being around is like, okay, you know, sometimes it starts with being around but your motive and your mandate should be that you are, you are close to the master. You get it? Yeah. That one will keep you for a very long time. I've not... Been, been around church for long or because of course I'm 
old, but I'm not that old. But one of the things that I've realized is that one of the things that will keep you serving God, serving in the church, and being passionate about the things of God is when you have the direct connection with the master. Not with any pastor, with the master. Of course, the pastor is important, but the first one is with the master. It will keep you. Because life is somewhere. Because, you know, some, even if you, you, you don't want, you know, some people can even offend you. Or you can be better about something. Or, but see, if you're, you are rooted and grounded in something deeper than superficial things, you will last. Amen. And I want to talk about some few things that will help you to get closer. And the first one that I will talk about is that make a decision. Make a decision to get close. Make a decision to get close. Make a decision. You see, when I was preparing my notes, I was contemplating between two, two points. Which of them should come first? The other point is Fellowship with the Holy Spirit, which is also very important. But I saw a scripture that made me put this one as number one. And the scripture is Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. Because the Holy Spirit is a gentle personality. If you don't make a decision, the Holy Spirit will not be there. So the first one is to make a decision. The Bible says, I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you that I have said before you life and death, blessing and curse. Therefore, choose. So even heavens has recognized that it is our choice. You get it? Choose life that both you and your descendants may live. So, if you make a decision, the Holy Spirit will come. Because if you make a decision, you will do certain things that will make the Holy Spirit comfortable around you. If you, if you make a decision, you do certain things that will make fellowship with the Holy Spirit smooth. But if you don't make a decision and it's like autopilot, the Holy Spirit does not do autopilot. You understand? Yes. John chapter 6, 67. Some people made decisions. John chapter 6, 67 and 269. Today I'm reading a lot of scriptures. So this was when Jesus had told the people following him that you must eat my body and drink my blood. The people were like, hey, we came to follow you. You were giving us, we were giving us, uh, what do you call it? You were giving us bread. And we were enjoying ourselves. Like now, you are telling the whole thing into a carnivorous uh, ministry. <laughs> so like now you have to come and eat your body and drink your blood. That's not what we want. So, Jesus lost virtually everybody following him. Then Jesus said to the 12, do you also want to go away? The response of Peter. But Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Also, we have come to believe and know that you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Hallelujah. So, Peter was trying to say that, where shall we go? We have come to make a decision that you have the words. You see, making a decision also comes with conviction. Because you see, when you are convicted about a thing, nothing that people do will change anything. Peter was saying that, one, we know that you have the words of eternal life. Secondly, we've come to know that, can you give me the, we've come to believe and to know that you are the Christ. Not just know, but believe. 
not just believe, but also know. You get it? So, Peter was not ready to go anywhere. Peter was not ready to go anywhere. Joshua chapter 24, 15, 14 to 15. I'm talking about people that made the decision. People that made the decision. Now, therefore, this is Joshua speaking. Fear the Lord, serve him in sincerity and in truth, and put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the river, and in Egypt serve the Lord. Verse 15. And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for you yourself this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the river or the gods of Amorites in whose land you dwell, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Hallelujah. As for me. As for me. See? That's what I'm saying. That even when you are coming to, the, you know, one of the scriptures that really motivates me that anytime I'm coming to the house of God, there must be something different from the other time I came. Is Psalm 84 verse 10. It says that a day in the house of the Lord is like thousand elsewhere. Which means that anytime I come, there is something that is added on to. So anytime I come, I'm coming with a heart of expectation. I'm not coming because somebody sent me a text message or somebody called me or I'm doing it because I'm, I know that there is something more to this thing called relationship that I'm building with God. You get it? So, je- Joshua was saying that you have to choose. You see, somebody said that deciding not to choose is also a choice. You get it? Yes, yes. You can't say that, oh, uh, you, you are not going to choose. You are, you are in the, there is nothing like a middle ground. You have to choose. You know, they say that if you keep silence in times of injustice, you've sided with the, with the people that are perpetuating the injustice. You get it? Because there are some points that you have to make a choice. And Joshua was saying that we there, we've made up my mind. We've made up our mind. We are going to serve the Lord. You see, the reason why I'm talking about this is because when you make a choice, you don't struggle doing certain things. But if somebody is the one that chose for you, then it becomes you said, you said, you said, you said, you said. You get it? If you choose yourself, the conviction... It's, it, it comes naturally. You get it? So from today, if per adventure, you say that, oh, me, I go to church, but you know, this whole drawing close to God, drawing close to God. I think that may be one of them. Make a decision. Make a decision. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 8, 38 and 39. This is Paul speaking. Mm. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels nor principalities, nor powers nor things present nor things to come, nor height nor death, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus. This is the words of a convicted person. This is the words of somebody who is sold out. This is the words of somebody who 
understands his faith and knows what he wants to do. You get it? Yes. You know, if this one was in the Bible and it was said by somebody else, you're like that. Oh, it become a well-known quote that everybody is using everywhere. But this is Paul speaking. Amen. The last scripture, Genesis chapter 5, verse 24. And Enoch walked with God and he was not, for God took him away. I don't think you can decide to walk with somebody unless you've decided to. Of course, nowadays we have people that they, they are so idle to the point that they say, oh, I'm going to Tesco. Can you accompany me? Say, oh, okay. So they've not even thought about it. They, because they are free, they, they can be able to accompany you anyway. But for you to work with somebody, it, 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 it takes a decision. You get it? For, uh, 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 I don't want to mention anybody's name, but for person A to say that I'm in a relationship with person B, it takes a decision, no? Yeah. Or it doesn't take a decision. Uh, even today, now we have the, what, what is the name of that uh, uh, app? What is it called? Tinder. Is it called Tinder? No, no, the dating app. Tinder. When people go there, they look at what? Uh, height, uh, color, specs. Yes, that's the word. Yeah, before the person says that, oh, this is the one that I want to. They look at specs. Yes. Or oh, you think I don't know? Yes, that's what. Yes. So before you walk, you have to you have to be very conscious. You get it? Yes. So the first thing is for you to make a decision. Make a decision. That will help you to work with God. And the second one is the fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit. You know, I think by now you should have known that the Holy Spirit is a personality. You know, and not just an influence. Of course, he has influence. You get it? Yes. The Holy Spirit is not, you know, the way some people make him look like. He's a some wave. You know, when he enters, you see that he's there. And when you begin to have fellowship with the Holy Spirit, you yourself, you also know that initially this kind of thing I was not experiencing. But now I, I, I sense the Holy Spirit talking to me. Especially when you are reading the scriptures. You realize that initially when you read, it was like reading the Daily Mirror, or Sunday Times. <laughs> That's why you were sleeping like that. But suddenly, when the Holy Spirit comes into the scene, it brings light, and it becomes different. So you realize that even though you've purposed in your heart that you're going to read a chapter, you read two verses, and it's like you can't move. Because the Holy Spirit is giving you insights. You know, this is where you should be using insights. The Holy Spirit is ministering to you in such a way that, you know, maybe you might be writing those or it's like you love the presence. That is the fellowship of the Holy Spirit I'm talking about. It's not just that thing that we say that and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. And you say it in church and after that you go, no fellowship happens. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. 
John chapter 40, verse 26. John chapter 14, verse 26. The Bible says, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Can you give me the Amplified Classic? Because it gives us... Hey. This one, yes. In Amplified Classic. Yes. So it says that, but the comforter, the counselor, the helper, the intercessor, the advocate, the strengthener, the standby, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, in my place to represent me and act on my behalf. He will teach you all things and he will cause you to recall. But you just go to the start. I want to talk about something. Go to the start. The Holy Spirit is a comforter. The Holy Spirit is a counselor. It's a helper. So when you are reading the scriptures, counsel that you get, the help that you get, an intercessor, an advocate, strengthener. Sometimes you'll be there, then you see that the Holy Spirit is waking you up to pray. That will fast. You see, when you begin to acknowledge him like that, you will see him more. But some of us is like, okay, because the Holy Spirit is a gentle person. You get it? So, unlike the enemy that he it's like he push you through. It's like the thing, whether you like it or not, the Holy Spirit's own is an impression. You get it? The more you pay heed to his voice, then suddenly his voice becomes clearer and louder for you. But if you don't listen with time, you don't even, you don't even be able to know. Because like, you know, the Bible says that there are quite a lot of voices and there is none of them that is without signification. That which means that all the voices that we hear, there are significance to it. You know, nowadays, because of social media, by the end of the day, some of us would have heard like about, about averagely 500 people speaking to us. Do you know how? If you go on your, what do they call it? The one that is just 20 seconds, then the next one comes. No, even on Facebook is there. Corios, right? Yes. If you like, from today, say that, okay, when you begin to watch, because, the, because of the algorithm, you realize that, okay, you like this joke, then they will bring it and bring it and bring it. But, but you realize that this one has ministered, you don't think it's ministration. This one has ministered to you. 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 All of them, some of them, you don't, they don't even make sense. But the Bible is saying that all of these are without, there's nothing like without signification. All of them have impact. You get it? Yes. That's why some people watch certain things, suddenly their, their level of lust. Because it has impact. Yeah. You watch something, suddenly you want to make certain calls and call certain people. It has impact. Oh, oh, I should not say it. <laughs> yes, that's why you have to watch the things you watch. 
Watch the thing you watch. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. The Bible says that the spirit and the flesh, they are in constant battle. The one that you feed is the one that takes over. You get it? And if you feed the flesh four hours, okay, you can even do more than four. And you give 15 minutes, even if it will be 15 minutes, to your spirit. You do the the, permit, the, the ratio of a portion. Four hours to 15. Or even some of us, not even 15 minutes. 10 minutes. Or five minutes. The quiet time, you do it. You just do it so that you, you, do, you, you, you do the take so that it's done for everybody to see. Meanwhile, you yourself, you know that you did it in three minutes. Meanwhile, the social media is... It's like somebody's like, why is this pastor fighting again? Oh, please, need to go there. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, but I'm just trying to let you understand that if there is if there is anything that all of us should what's happening? If there is anything that all of us should yearn for, it's the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. You get it? Leviticus chapter 6 verse 12. And the fire, you know, the Holy Spirit has so many symbols. The Holy Spirit is not fire, but it's, it's a symbol that you used to represent. Like the, the way some people think the Holy, Spirit, the Holy Spirit is not a dove. It's just a symbol. You know, like water, it's a symbol. So, and the fire on the altar shall be kept burning on it. It shall not be put out. And the priest shall burn wood on it every, every morning. And lay the bent of him and continue like that. You see, sometimes when you say that pray for the Holy Spirit, some people are like, ah, but I have the Holy Spirit. Why should I still pray for the Holy Spirit? You need to be praying for the Holy Spirit. Because, you see, sometimes it's like we all having money in our account. Why do we say somebody's a billionaire? More money. You get it? So, what it means is that some people are able to operate in higher levels of the Holy Spirit than some of us do. You get it? That's why you need to pray for it more. That the Holy Spirit influence because you know sometimes you can have a mother but the mother has no influence in your life because you choose every decision. You don't listen to your mother but you have a mother. You get it? You have a father or you have a brother or a sister but actually you don't even talk to the brother uh, for about six months. But you have a, on paper, you have a brother. If anything is supposed to happen today, probably even now, 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 they will call you. You are the sister, next to kin, or whatever they call it. But there is no influence. So it's the same thing with the Holy Spirit. You might have the Holy Spirit, but because there is no fellowship, there is no refueling of its influence in your life, it will not, it will be the same as somebody who does not have. You get it? That's why as believers we should always be making sure that the fellowship of the Holy Spirit is there. Amen. We are looking at how you can get closer. I've given two. I said the first one is that make a decision. And the second one is what? Fellowship of the Holy Spirit. The third one is immense yourself in the word of God. 
It's like all these ones, you can't do one without the other because all of them are intertwined. You can't say that you have the Holy Spirit that you don't read the Bible. Then what, what will the Holy Spirit be bringing to your remembrance? You get it? Yes. But you have to immerse yourself in the word of God. Psalm 138 verse 2. Today I'm giving quite a lot. Psalm 138 verse 2. I will worship toward your holy temple and praise your name for your loving kindness and your truth. For you have magnified, salvation said you've exalted your word above all your name. This is one of the most important reasons why the word of God should be so dear to you. The Bible says that he has exalted his word above his name. Which means that his word is something that if you have, you have him. You understand? Yes. And I know that for a lot of Christians, our problem is not that we don't like the Bible, we don't like reading. So because we don't like reading, the Bible is also a casualty. Because the Bible too is a book. Oh. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I, I will not say don't listen to the audio, but make sure you are reading. Somebody's reading to you. Read it to yourself. Please. Now the listeners <laughs> coming too much. Amen. <laughs> John 15, verse 3. What's the word of God? One of the things that the word of God will do for you. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. So the word of God makes us clean. You know, sometimes I tell you, when I'm reading the scripture, I, the, the level of rebuke I get, it's a very silent rebuke. Because nobody's standing in front of you and shouting at you or doing that. No, no, no. But the word of God has a gentle way of if only you allow yourself. Because I'm able to read, but it will, it will still not change much. But if you only allow yourself, you see that the, the, the cleansing power of the word is powerful. In John chapter 6, verse 63, I did, not, I did not give it to them. But the Bible says that the words that are spoken unto you, they are spirit in their life. You get it? The words. The words. The, the words that are spoken to us. They are spirit. You see, one of the things that one of the most powerful things on earth is words. Because ask yourself, when two people, a male and a female, come and stand in the altar, what makes them husband and wife? It's not a gown because the gown everybody can get it and take a, a foot and make photo shoot of it. Oh, yes. It's not. It's not the rings. Some some people don't wear rings. Although there are some some churches that. When you marry, don't wear rings. Or even other religions, they don't wear rings. So what makes somebody husband and wife? It's the words. And that binds you. After you come and say, till death do us part. If you want to cancel that one, do you know the process you go through? <laughs> yes, you have to go to court. You have to get a lawyer. That person too has to get a lawyer. It's a long process. Words. Words. So Jesus is saying that the words that I speak to you, they are what? They are spirit in their life. If you see it that way and you don't, you don't see that, oh, it is, it is some book beyond my phone, your approach to it will change because you will see that it is the inspired word of God. 
You get it? If common people, their words can make marriage. Common people. I say common because it's just normal people. Say, I do, I love you, whatever, whatever on the, on the puppet. And your words cause you to be married. How much more the word of God? That he's saying that he has exalted his word above himself. So what that means is that if you stand up, that's why me anytime I'm praying, I need a verse. I can't come and say, oh, let's pray about, let's pray about money. On what? I need a scripture that I am using. You know, we have lawyers here. You have, uh, <laughs> you have, uh, we have Magda here. You can't go to court and tell the court that, you know what? Uh, Shakespeare said that, no, 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 no. Quote the law. Or, quote the law. As believers, too, you have to quote the law. It's the word of God. Say, it's waiting somewhere, somewhere, somewhere. It's like, it's a, please get to know your scriptures. You get it. Yes. I'm not speaking to someone. I'm going to say the last one because of our time. Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 2 still has to do with the word of God. Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 2. He said, and, he said and, and, and as he spoke to me, the spirit entered into me. Yes. Then the spirit entered me when he spoke to me and set me on my feet. And I heard him spoke to me. This is sometimes what the word of God does to you. When, the, when, you, when you, 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 you get, you immerse yourself in the word of God, a spirit enters, and the spirit is the Holy Spirit. You get it? Yes. And some of these things I'm talking about, you will not get it from three minutes of Bible reading. You will not get it from ten minutes of... No, 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 no. You have to spend time. Time. You know? Yes. I know that we are a generation that is very busy people. We don't even have time for even ourselves. We, we, have, we are very busy. You know? But I tell you that as believers, we must get time daily. You know, what I will recommend for you is that daily do it. Right? But try and apportion special times, maybe in a week, every week, or maybe in a month. That you sit, that you say that today, two hours, I'm sitting, I'm reading the scriptures. I'm not sleeping. I'm reading the scriptures. Because I know some people, when it happens, that we did not sleep, but God is our helper. Amen. And the last one, there we go. Immerse yourself in prayer. Immerse yourself in prayer. Immerse yourself in prayer. We tell you that as believers, we should always be on fire. On Sunday, I think I was talking about sacrifice on Sunday, and I said that, you see, principles work everywhere, irrespective of the one using it. That's why the giving principle work. Whether you're a Christian, you're a Muslim, you're a Buddhist, if you give, you will receive. You know, they're Muslim, they do what they call it, it's sadaka, whatever they call it. And zakat. They give and they, they, they are blessed. But believers, we give, but you know, we do it with a lot of calculations. The same principle happens to the principle of praying. You see, if you pray and build an altar, the altar will speak. You get it? All of us should have altars in our homes. I'm not saying that, oh, go and, you know, get, no, 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 that's not what I'm saying. All that I'm saying is that have a prayer altar, a time of prayer. You get it? Recently, I was, I was praying and God was telling me that, you see, 
I see two types of people praying, the producers and the consumers. And I'm like, hey, who are the producers and who are the consumers? He said, the producers are the people who pray. I give them strength. And when they come, they are able to minister to people. And the consumers are the people that the producers lead them to pray. So, he says that for Moses, he knows my ways. The Israelites, what do they know? They know my ways. So, if you get to the place of getting to know the ways of God, then you will be the one to do the works for people to see. You get it? So, be a producer in prayer. You know, don't wait and say, oh, I will come when uh, uh, then the, the person leading us to pray on Sunday will give me prayer points. It's, it's good. But learn, you know, if you want to get prayer points, the Bible is there. The Bible, the, the, the Bible is full of prayer points. It's from Genesis to Revelation, it's a prayer book. It's a book of prayer, it's a book of prophecy, it's a book of blessings, whatever book you want to call it, the Bible. You get it, yes. And actually, you know, some people say that, oh, when I pray, I'm ended. When I pray, I don't get a lot of prayer points. It's always like that. When you start a new relationship, that's how it is. It always starts with hello. Oh? Oh? Yeah, hi. Hello, how are you doing? What's your name? Then that's the even when you are not getting prayer point, that's why the Holy the, the, we have tongues. You get it? Pray in tongues. Just pray in tongues and be reading your scriptures and say, oh, Lord, help me. I, I, I don't know what to pray about. Help me. And just you see that you know, some of us too, especially when we come to church, sometimes it's very sad. A lot of us we are praying in tongues, but you know, we are just busy doing something. Like our attention, our, our attention is not on the prayer. Our attention is on something else. But if you are so much into it, God will speak. You are praying. You are not on, you know some of us are praying about your Instagram. Then you, oh wow, nice picture. Like, oh wow. It will not work. You miss yourself in prayer. You get it, Yes. And I will even encourage you that if you are strong, especially in the house, you have, you have a lot of, you know, church, you have do all this energy, energy and stuff. You can get, go, get, and whoever will be praying, and you will just pray along. Sometimes it helps. You get it? Yeah, it helps. Until you get to the place whereby you know that now I'm in charge. I can, I can, actually, I, I can actually be a prayer and be by myself. <laughs> because, you know, but until then, you can use energy you can use, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, songs, worship songs, all to help you to pray. Because actually in silence, it looks as if the time does not move. Or is it just me? It's like you'll be praying now, you go and check the times. Only two minutes. Hey! <laughs> yes, yes. But, but psychologically, when you play, sometimes what I do is that maybe I know that, okay, this video is two hours. So I'm playing it. So by the time I finish, I know I'm praying two hours. Or maybe a message. You know, yes, yeah, sometimes, like, listen to a message, then you are praying. You know, make the thing look nice so that you enjoy it. Haven't you realized the kind of, you know, the, 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 the supermarkets, the, 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 the bread, they are giving us all forms. It's the same bread that you've been eating since forever. 
But every time you go, you buy it. Why? Because today you go, it's wheat. The next time it's this. The next time it's that. You know, spice that thing up. Like every time you go, you lie on your, you go and kneel behind your bed. Oh God, before you know, you are asleep. Change it. Get some speakers in your house. Let it play. If it's just a room, get some speakers. You know, let it make some noise small. Then you just be praying with it. Spice it. You know, you get it. If, if you can't pray by yourself, you know, energy is, oh, I'll not today, energy, I'll not pray in my room, I'll come to church and join them. Spice it. You know, make it as if you've, you've just entered a relationship with God. You've just entered. You know how it is. When you enter a relationship, it's like, oh, I was just thinking about you. You know, so I pray. <laughs> yes, you send, you send a message to God, I was just thinking about you. Yes. You know, make it. You know, the truth of the matter is that if you don't make it enticing, you yourself will not like it. You get it? Yes. So I, I pray that all of us from today, I know that quite a lot of us are on a journey with God. But the more we decide that we, we will still be on the journey. Because sometimes you, you, you decided that you'll be a jet, but now it's like now you're on it, but you're not sure. But you are convincing yourself today that you're on a journey with God. Then you begin to say, Holy Spirit, this journey by myself, the Bible says by, by, by flesh no man shall prevail. You cannot do it. You need the Holy Spirit. Again. And the Holy Spirit is not for old people only. Oh, young people, 12, 10, you know, I have some group that I've started in some group, and you call it ready at 12. Ready at 12. You get it? Yes. Why not? You get it. So I pray that all of us become so enthused about it and decide that, you know what? Prayer. When it comes to prayer, you know, some people, prayer is like, oh, we use prayer to start service. What is that? It's like, oh, you know, I'll not come because prayer, they use it to start service. When, the main service will start when praise and worship start. The main service will start. God have mercy on us. 